Weekend Wrap-Up and Monday Night Madness on the Yoni Airwaves, The Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It's Monday night. You know, that means it's time for another long week at work, but really, who cares? At least for the next hour, we can try to get you relaxed. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, this is the only Airways Infinity Project, but because it is Monday, that means it's time for Weekend Wrap-Up and Monday Night Madness. I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Stream, and can you join me online with two of my crazy cohorts? First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. And we also have our AZ magician on the line. Good evening to you, Madea. Hello. I'm just not sure how long it's going to last, but I just hope it lasts the whole show. Yay. Well, you my, made direct it. Connect, my direct connect didn't even last. Nightmare connect didn't even make it to the start of the show. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, so yes, I'm on my cell phone again. And as Sue would say, Spreaker, 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 Spreaker. All right, let's play here. I say let's go ahead and get started with the box office. Let's see. Well, I'll put this way. Uh, Men in Black and Shaft are now the latest summer sequels to disappoint. In other words, they didn't do so well. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, here are the top five movies this weekend. Number one is Men in Black International. It made $30 million. However, the budget's 110 so it's got a little bit of work to do. Maybe a couple of weeks, but then again, um, you've got Toy it's Story got 80 million more to play to now. break even. Yeah, they got another eighty million more. And here's what's really bad. Guess what's coming? Toy Story four and Child's Play. I think Toy and Story the Joker. Will easily and win the, the Joker. And the Joker. No, the Joker's in the. Uh uh-uh, uh the Joker's the in Joker's the fall. The Joker's in Child's Play. He's voicing Chucky. Mark yeah, Hamill's voice doing the voice of Chucky, so it's that. Child's Play plus whatever you said plus Toy the Joker. Plus yeah. the Joker. Oh, never That's mind. what I meant by that statement. Okay, okay. All right, well, anyway, uh, number two was the Secret Life of Pets 2, made $24.4 million. Sure. That's $24.4 million. It has reached its budget of money to... The net totaling 92.6, the budget was 80, so it's done doing fine. Meanwhile, Aladdin is number three at 17.3 million, and it has surpassed its budget, 264 million dollars, budget 183. So, Aladdin, if there's going to be a sequel, they can pull it off now. <laughs> and Aladdin is now like one of the highest, one of the highest rated movies of the year around the world. It's already made like almost 800 million dollars. That's pretty good. Let's see. Uh, number four was Rocket Man, $9.4 million. And finally, number five was Dark Phoenix with $9.3 million. Hmm. Now, the, disappoint- the big disappointment was uh, Samuel L. Jackson's new Shaft movie only made $8.9 million. 
and oh, not even Richard Round. They made another Shaft movie. Mm-hmm. I thought the it's Richard like, Roundtree. I only watched a little bit of the Richard Roundtree one, but mm-hmm. when in the hell is Hollywood going to get get a um, imagination back? Probably never. This is actually this is actually the second Samuel L. Jackson one. He had one back in two thousand yeah. also. Mhm. I'll put it this way. Um, yeah, Samuel L. Jackson playing Shaft, but the original Shaft, which a Roundtree is in there, and I forgot the other actor's name. There's three generations of Shaft in this movie. Unfortunately, it did Richard not go really well. Yeah, Richard Roundtree still alive. I'm still alive. Beep. Oh, I'm still. Oh. I'm still alive, you, you bastards. Like, I'm still oh, alive, yeah. motherfucker. Oh, she said it not Friday. <laughs> no, I was talking about these um No no I'm bastards about who toss kittens out the window. Yeah. Driving seventy miles an hour and tossing kittens out the window. None of them lived. Yeah, but I was Thank talking you. about Shirley who actually said the word when I bleeped yep. <laughs> Because today is yeah. Friday. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I'm still alive, you beep. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, you know where I love to go. The bottom of the heap. The cellar. Yep. Exactly. The cellar. All right. So there are four. All right. So there are fourteen movies here that made under one thousand dollars, and in fact, there are two movies that made under a hundred dollars. <laughs> so. Here we go. First up, we have In the Isles with $922. Ghost Fleet with $710. The Third Wife, $639. Zilla and Zoe, $465. Working Woman, $416. Shed of the Dead, $389. Iron $373. I am the Hog, $45. i am sorry, that's the wrong number. $302. Christ Stop at Ebola is a re-release, $279. Maybe Do It, $278. Three Faces, $201. Babylon, 2019, re-release, $104. Now, here's the last two. Pasolini, $90. And then last but not least, the winner, the winner, or should I say, the loser. A Beautiful Planet, 28 bucks. Loser. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it's like I remember hearing this old radio show before. The person would say, order today. And people will finally stop calling you a loser. But yes, well, the Beautiful Planet, which is an IMAX movie, is down 97.9%, but it's in the theaters. You're ready for this? 164 weeks. More than 52 weeks in a year. Yeah. So it's been over two years. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Whew. 
Please don't get me started. Sorry. You know, but... (laughs) You can, but you don't want to. Yeah. Okay, now I found... Now, I have found this yesterday morning. I was on the LOL... On the LOL group page. And um, let's just say this. No matter what you believe in the situation, the owner of this home and hardware store has easily won the whole thing. All you have to do is make the sign say this. Boris and Natasha say Russia collusion fake news. Work of loose and squirrel. Now, of course, by go doing Natasha, it would be Russia collusion fake news. Work of loose and squirrel. Oh, my. <laughs> that was his. Leave it to them, I swear. <laughs> Okay, and meanwhile, there were a lot of stories posted over the weekend. Let's see. Um, I think I'm going to... Sorry. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, Oh my. Let's see. I think I'm going to start with the story I posted early today. Um, I'll put it this way. A home intruder... Finds his way into someone's home, right? You're thinking, oh, he's going to rob something. What are you going to do? What's, what's going to happen when he finds out there's an 11-year-old wielding a machete? Uh, I'll tell you what. He almost wound up. That guy almost wound up sliced and diced. Yeah. All right, so. Here's what happened. This this was uh, posted this morning, updated this morning. This is out of Mabane, North Carolina. A man suspected of a home break-in who was turned away by a boy with a machete is scheduled to appear in a North Carolina court Monday. Police captured Jatavian Deshaun Hall, 19, on Sunday, nearly two days after he escaped the hospital while seeking treatment for a head wound, said the Associated Press. Burlington North Carolina Police Sergeant Shane Brown told the AP that Hall was returned to Orange County, where he faces charges including secondary kidnapping, assault on a child under 12, and breaking and entering. Braden Smith, the 11-year-old who fought off the intruder, spoke Sunday about what happened. You shouldn't have done what you've done, he said of the would-be robber. You're better off to get a job than breaking into other people's house. Police said Hill entered Braden's home through a window while the boy was on the phone with his mom. He pointed a pellet gun at me, and that was located in our house, Braden said. I knew that it wasn't loaded, so I just sat down and got in my closet like he told me to. He went into the living room to grab my phone to make sure I didn't call the 911 or anything. When I saw him try to put it in his pocket, I grabbed my machete off of my wall and went to hit him. I hit him in the back of the head. The he must have used the flat me. end of it, then. Yeah. The machete was a gift he normally uses to chop down trees, but was apparently a weapon of self-defense on Friday. It's a lesson his dad, Christopher L. Smith, taught him a few years ago when thieves ransacked their home. If they come in the door, you let them have it, said the father. Orange County Sheriff's Deputy say Hall rushed to the hospital but later escaped, refusing further treatment when he knew the authorities were looking for him. With Hall in custody, investigators are looking for two of his alleged accomplices. Braden says he'd feel fever if they were all caught, but he's ready to protect himself again. I knew I had to act in the heat of the moment, he said. Always have your kids prepared for anything. That is so true. 
I believe it. Mm-hmm. That is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Yeah. Boy, I bet you that guy didn't know what the hell hit him. Nope. And that'll teach him. I bet you he won't break into anybody else's house for a while. Yeah. Because you never know what's going to come out at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, Tim, you posted a story like this. Brother walked to the front door after Sister Street man they thought was him off of life support. Oh. Talk about a tragedy on that one. Yeah. Well, you want to know something? It's kind of like what? the morgue worker who who was prepping a body, thinking the body was dead and the body wasn't dead. Right. All right. So anyway, here is the story. This is out of Chicago. Two Chicago sisters made funeral arrangements for a man they thought was their deceased brother. The sisters had made a series of medical decisions for him in the hospital. Then they learned the dead man was not their brother at all. Rosie Brooks said she got a phone call on May 15th that no one ever wants to receive. She identified herself as Jennifer from Mercy Hospital. She was a social worker, Brooks said. She was looking for relatives of Alfonso Bennett, and I told her that was her brother. Well, she said, he's here in ICU. Brooks rushed to Mercy with her sister, Brenda Bennett Johnson. They had him on a ventilator, and they had a tube in his mouth, Brooks said. They both looked at the man in the hospital bed and said, I cannot identify this as my brother. They kept saying, CPD, identify this person as our brother, said Bennett Johnson. Brooks said the hospital staff said the man had been beaten badly, especially in the face. The man who had been brought in as John Doe was found naked and without ID on April 29th. Their brother has a background and is rarely in touch with his four sisters. Bennett Johnson said a nurse told her police identified him through mugshots and not fingerprints because of budget cuts. Oh, boy. You don't identify a person through a mugshot versus fingerprints, Bennett Johnson said. Fingerprints carry everything. The sisters said the man responded to commands by raising his hand but never opened his eyes. Soon he started to languish. The sisters signed papers to take him off the ventilator and gave permission for doctors to perform a, tra- a tracheotomy. He went into hospice. Bennett Johnson was with him. Within minutes, he was ice cold, she said. He purchased a casket, a suit, and made funeral arrangements. Around the same time, they received a phone call from one of their sisters. She called my sister Yolanda to say, it's a miracle, it's a miracle, Brooke said. Brenda, Brenda, it's Alfonso, it's Alfonso, it's Alfonso. I said, just kidding. I almost had a heart attack, Bennett Johnson said. Alfonso Bennett was alive and well and had just walked through her front door. It's sad it happened like that, said Bennett Johnson. If it was our brother and we had to go through that, that would have been a different thing. But we made all kinds of decisions on someone that wasn't our family. The sister said the man they'd been caring for was later identified at the morgue through fingerprints. They say police are now looking for his relatives. I can't conceive how a budgetary issue would drive whether or not a person who was a John Doe would be fingerprinted before they're taken off life support, said family attorney Cannon Lambert. If that's the situation, something's got to be done. A spokesperson from the hospital said the family did possibly identify the man as their brother. Police reportedly do not take fingerprints unless someone commits a crime or when they go to the morgue. Oh, if that's the case, then why didn't they take the fingerprints at the morgue? 
Yeah. Oh, boy. Sorry. Bless you. It's all right. Sorry, those knees oh are like that. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, usually, for the most part, when you go to Walmart, I hate to say it, but there are a lot of employees I've had to contend with that aren't exactly, uh, are pretty lousy. Hold on. You know what I mean? Okay. Yep. Yeah, they're lousy. They don't help you. They, you know, when you try to ask for help, they walk away. (laughs) At least one woman in Kentucky doesn't have lousy employees. Especially when it comes to uh, hiding a woman from uh, her the, her uh, violent boyfriend. So, yeah, this is out of Laurel County, Kentucky, and this was posted June thirteenth, and it was updated this afternoon. So here's what happened. An alleged domestic violence victim was able to escape her accused attacker during a trip to Walmart, thanks to a group of responsible employees. The incident happened at the store near Corbin on Tuesday, according to the Laurel County Sheriff's Office. That evening, police received a report of a woman hiding out inside the store while her boyfriend, Elmo Clinton Carroll, 35, pushed around a shopping cart searching for her. Police said the woman told deputies and store personnel she had been held against her will by Carroll in a tent. When she would try to escape, she claimed Carol would hit her. Injuries on the victim's face were noted by police, specifically on her jaw and nose area. The two traveled to Walmart for food. While shopping, the woman was able to flee into a different section of the store and notify employees that she needed help hiding from Carol. She was able to stay out of sight until police arrived. Police arrested Carol in the store. He's since been charged with assault, domestic violence, and unlawful imprisonment. He was taken to the Laurel County Correctional Center. Smart move on her part, smart move on the employee's part. But at least there's one Walmart that's, not, that's got some good people in there. Those seem few and far between anymore. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. This, this is a real shocker. I did my Captain Marvel movie last Wednesday, okay? Now, what happened was nobody scanned anything about, um, you know, my checkup, all right? Now, the other thing is, today was the, quote, last day I was supposed to pick it up. So I decided to cancel it, and guess what? They gave me my money back. <laughs> they gave you your so money like, back? I literally got... Yep. So I literally got Captain Marvel for nothing at all. Woo! <laughs> oh, don't you love it when that <laughs> happens? Yeah, it's like, I ain't gonna look a gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> I wouldn't. That's their mistake, not yeah, yours. Exactly, because now I can use that money when the Avengers come out in August, single... There's your end game. Yep. That'll solve that problem right there. There you go. Yeah, because you see, I had to put in an order for some blueberry checks. I mean, don't get me wrong. The peanut butter checks taste okay, but it's like 
it just it needs it needs something a little bit more in there, like a little bit of sweet. I I like I like being sweet in the morning. You know what I mean? So I was able to order blueberry chicken. And this time they did scan it out. So if I try to get my money back, it ain't gonna work. But you know, it's like holy cow. <laughs> Because what it did was I used a $25 gift card, plus I had another gift card that had $2.12 left on it, and I only had to pay $0.34 cents with my check card. Now, thanks to this little snafu, I'll have it all back. <laughs> so, it's very interesting. I still can't believe how lucky you got there. Yeah. That was absolutely okay. surely luck. How yep. many how many um how much money did you say you had to put on your credit card? Uh thirty four cents. I got you beat. I had to pay eight okay. cents on my Amazon card. Eight cents. Eight cents. <laughs> And it was on Not my credit dead. card bill. Hold on. Okay. I'm holding. I'm holding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I just don't realize. Anyway. This. You know what, you know what, get this. This is the anniversary week for 30 years of Batman, the one with Michael Keaton, the one that started everything. Yes. Yep, this week is 30 years old. Can I ask you something? Have you ever danced danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Oh, my. Remember that question? Yep. It was said by... Batman asked the same question of the Joker before he went over the side. Yep, exactly. Did you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Because that's what Joker asked his parents. Mm-hmm. Just you before know? he killed them. Right. And that's what Bruce Wayne remembered. Yep, exactly. I think that was the best Batman movie. And then I liked the one with the penguin and Catwoman. Oh, Batman Returns, yeah. Yeah. He was great. He was great. Silver did all right. George Clooney went over the top, especially with the bat nipples in the suit. And, yeah, let's see. That's 30. That's 30. I think Gremlins is 35. Would you believe this fall? Transformers Generation 1 is 35 years old this year. Is how old this year? Thirty-five. It was started in nineteen eighty-four. And I am proud to say I own the entire series on DVD. So do I. I got it. I am a proud purist right here. G one purist. Yep. So I will admit, I did grow fond of rescue box. (laughs) 
because think about that that was shit was even for like little kids and so forth. But I gotta I gotta get into it. <laughs> well, you want to know something? And see, go ahead. I like my um, Looney Tunes cartoons. Every time Jack notices that the Looney Tunes are on, he makes fun of me. Then you should tell him this. My father watched Looney Tunes into his 40s. I still watch it, and I'm 60. Yep, I still watch them. I'm 44. <laughs> I'll still watch them. I'll still tune up some old old school tunes when need be. I mean, I want to show like I like my old tunes, but I can keep up with the new stuff out there too. So, I wonder what what your dad would think of um, James Henry. I wonder what your dad would think of James Henry Ward. I think Dad would like him. Yeah, I you know yeah. if there's one thing you thought, if there's one thing I remember he would always say, just be you, be yourself, don't worry about what the rest of the world thinks. Even those in your own family. Exactly. Because it's like this. I'm not I'm not exactly fond of the LGBT lifestyle. However, I'm a living live person. I respect their right to be individuals. I don't force one on you, just don't force yours on me, and we're good. Same thing here. I don't partake in that system. I never will partake in that. But I am an mm-hmm. ally, and I will defend their right to, to have that kind of yep. lifestyle if that's truly who they are. Exactly. It's like, don't be afraid to be yourself, no matter what the rest of the world thinks of you. It's like, I got a friend of mine here. She's she's lost a lot of weight, and what I told her was, just remember, do this for you. Don't do this to try to make others happy. Make yourself happy first. She said, that's what I've done. That's part of the reason why I've done so well this time. Okay, here is one dropped by Jessica Williams, dropped by Dragon Con. This is some one of her, it's a quandary. Good news, some of my t-shirts are too big. Bad news, some of my favorite t-shirts are too big. Anyone have any creative alteration ideas for when your favorite nerdy apparel makes you feel like a shapeless blob? Translation, when your clothes are too big. Oh, my. Yeah, and I'll bet probably some of the shirts she has, there's probably no way she can replace them, so. Right. So, yeah, I could completely oh. understand that, because I've had situations like that. <clears throat> okay, let's do something fun to change the topic here for a minute. Then this won't take okay. long. I'm going to tell you both a riddle. <clears throat> and okay. I confess that Intentionally, I have seen the correct answer. Let's see if either of you can get the correct answer. Okay. And the riddle is as follows. And the riddle is as follows. There is. It says, uh, "Once upon a time, there was a beautiful princess named Anna. Anna's father, the king, wanted to be sure his daughter married an intelligent man. To test his daughter's suitors, the king hid Anna's picture in one of three boxes. 
the suitor had to be able to select a box with Anna's picture in one try and within 20 seconds. On the Ooh. gold box, he wrote, excuse <clears throat> me, on the gold box was the message, Anna's picture is in this box. The silver box had the message, Anna's picture is not in this box. Anna's picture is not in the gold box was written on the bronze box. The king would tell each suitor only one of the three messages is correct. Which box contained Anna's picture? Okay. All right, so the gold box... If you want me to repeat any of that, I will. Okay, just just repeat the part with the three boxes. On the gold box was the message, Anna's picture is in this box. Okay. The, The silver box had the message, Anna's picture is not in this box. Anna's picture is not in the gold box was written on the bronze box. Okay. The king would tell e- the king would tell each suitor only one of the three messages is correct. Which box contained Anna's picture? I'm going to go with the bronze box. Okay, Jan, what do you think? Bronze also. Bronze also. Well, you might be surprised. Okay. You're both wrong. You're both wrong. Okay. Okay. The box the box that actually contained her picture was the silver box. Allow ah. me to elaborate. Allow me allow me to okay. elaborate. If her picture had been in the gold box, which it said it was, then two statements would have been true. That it's not in the silver box and uh that the it is in the gold box. Because remember, the king said only one of them was true. Right. Similarly, if her picture had been in the bronze box, then the bronze box and the silver box would have been true, both of which said it's Mm -hmm. not in the silver box and not in the gold. Since both of those would both return situations where two answers were correct and the king explicitly stated only one was correct, it must therefore be the silver box. Ah, got it. So silver, so silver is the one that has it because it's I not never a was good okay. at logic game, logic problems. Yeah, it's, it's one of those like it's one of those if then statements I learned in statistics. If, yeah, so I think I mean if, the, if it had been in the gold, then there would have been two correct. If it had been in bronze, then there would have been two correct. Right. Let's see. That makes sense. That definitely makes okay, sense. Here's, one. here's another one. Here's another another one that's short, and, and even I sometimes get this wrong, but not always. A girl walks into a store and steals a one hundred dollar bill from the register without the owner's knowledge. She then buys seventy dollars worth of goods using the one hundred dollar bill, and the owner gives thirty dollars in change. Right. How much money did the How much money did the owner lose? Okay. 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 So we got a hundred dollar bill. Let's take it from the register. Right. Take it from. Okay. okay. Technically, 
I'm just going to go off a limb and listen to my logic, all right? Okay. Logic is technically, good. Technically, they didn't lose any money because she gave the $100 bill back when she bought the doggone materials. So the store got the $100 bill back. So you're saying she didn't? they didn't lose anything? Well, that's my logical thinking. I might be wrong again. Your turn, Shirley. Okay. I'm going along with you, Janet, because she sold a $100 bill but sent the money in the store. We got $30 back, but let's see. So the store store only lost $30. Okay. No, wait a minute. I'm sticking with my original. No, I'm going to say the store didn't lose anything. Okay, I'm sticking with mine too. Is that is that your respective final answer? That's my final. That's my final yeah. answer. Shirley, how about you? Is that your final answer? Yes, it is. Both wrong again. Okay. How much did How much did the store lose? One hundred bucks. Sometimes I calculate a hundred. Oh. Sometimes I calculate a hundred seventy. Here's how it breaks down. And the, and the way everything is worded, I will admit, is, is I guess is intended to throw your mind off. The owner is a well, the gal took a hundred dollars out of the cash register. That's a hundred dollars lost right there, if you only consider up to that point. Then she buys seventy dollars worth of goods using the one hundred dollar bill. So the hundred dollar bill goes back to the store. She purchases right. seventy dollars worth of goods. The store gives mm-hmm. her thirty dollars in change, so she gets the, mm-hmm. the thirty bucks plus the seventy dollars worth of items, an equal value for ah. the bill she took out of the, out of the register. Therefore, she, the store is still out a hundred bucks. Basically, it's a net one hundred plus seventy minus V or negative thirty minus V. That is, the owner lost thirty dollars plus the value of the goods. If the goods are valued at seventy, then the owner lost a hundred bucks. The way that the way that's worded is, is a little tricky, I'll admit. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Now this one I got instantly. Let's see if you two get this one instantly. And you're gonna. Mm-hmm. I, I'll give you a hint ahead. You're gonna have to think about this one for a minute. If you think hard enough, okay. you can get the correct answer on your first guess. One company had two factories in different parts of the country that were making the same style of shoes. In both factories, workers were stealing shoes. How then, without using any security, could the company stop the stealing? I actually got this one right on the first uh, on the first guess without looking. Okay. I'll get, and I'll give all right. You Run that by me one more time, all right? All right. Yeah. Before I do, I'll give I'll give you one more hint. Don't okay. think too hard on this. It's actually okay. easier than you think it is. Okay. So since I'm going to take this. this. Okay. One factory produced the left left shoe, and one factory produced the right. We have a winner. Ah. Stealing shoes makes no sense unless you have both of them. Right. If each factory mm-hmm. only made one shoe or the other, nobody's going to steal anything because it's not going to do them any good. Therefore, right. 
One factory makes the left, the other one makes the right. We have a winner. And they're paired together later. Okay, this one, this next one, and I'm, I'm doing these just to add a little fun to the show, so I'm not, I'm not trying to delay anything fine. here. This, no, this, no, one fine. Specific, this one is specifically for Shirley, although, Jan, you're welcome to play along, too, if you'd li- on this one if you'd like. I just took a wild <laughs> guess on that last one. Well, you, you, you had a correct guess. Let's see if Shirley can figure out this one. And, Jan, you're welcome to, to play, too, if you'd like. Detective, okay. Lo- Detective Long was involved in a murder investigation. In the okay. suspect's house, in the suspect's house, the only thing he found useful was a password-protected computer and a piece of paper nailed to the wall. He suspected that the paper was the answer to accessing the computer, but could not figure out what the password is. Written on the paper was, she is ill, where the letter H is in lowercase and everything else is in uppercase. Do you know what the password is? Okay. I will give you one hint. I will give you one hint and one hint. I'll give you one hint and one hint only. Okay. I I I I said out of the entire phrase, she is ill. Only the letter H is in lowercase. Everything else is in uppercase. Your hint is okay. there is no there is no spelling mistake. Okay, let me okay. find a piece of paper. I'm a big fan. I have to use fucking lights now. The H is the only lowercase one, right? Right. The rest of the phrase is uppercase. Okay. Let me find something quick to light on. Here we go. All right. Yep. She is ill. Okay. Okay. Only the H is lowercase. Only the H is lowercase. Everything else is uppercase. Okay. What's the the question is what's the password? Okay. Shasel. Okay. It's got something to do with that freaking lowercase letter. I will tell you this much. That is correct. That well Okay. That's that's part of the answer. Okay. See see is have you both have you both, written, have you both written it down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let let me know when you uh, give up and are ready for the answer. Okay. This is actually pretty clever, I think. Okay. It's dumb, but uh, clever. Have you figured right. it out okay. yet? Uh, I'm thinking S E I S. I figured it out. I'll give you another another sort of hint. I figured it out pretty quickly because I'm technologically inclined. That's why I said this right. was particularly for Shirley. It has something to do with some sort of computer code, right? You're leaning in the right direction now. Shirley, did you hear that? Yes, I did. Leaning in the right direction of some sort of computer code. 
Mm-hmm. I would say it is, you know. I just can't see it. Okay, you you both you you both want me to just tell you the answer? I give yes, up. Please. Please. Okay, you, you both wrote wrote it down on a piece of paper, right? Right. Yes. Turn your rotate your paper 180 degrees. The password is seven seven one five one three four five. Oh. Oh, seven seven one five. I say the seven three, seven four, one five. five. You read it from sense, right to yeah. left. Seven seven one five. And I if you if you, if you look at the sentence as you wrote it, you're basically reading it upside down. The H being a lowercase is so it looks like the number four. Yeah. Seven seven one five. One five one three four five. Oh. Yep. Dang. Yeah, this is yeah, it's an old calculator trick because if you type the number mm-hmm. three six three on one of those calculators, you turn it upside down, it reads egg. Yep. That's exactly. Here's another one that's really simple, and I figured this one out pretty quickly. Maybe the two of you can. A woman okay. with no driver's a woman with no driver's license goes the wrong way on a one way street and turns left at a corner with a no left turn sign. A policeman sees her but does nothing. Why? Hmm. Okay. So the woman got no license. No license. She goes the wrong way on a one-way street and turns left at a corner with a no left turn sign. A policeman sees her but does nothing. Why? Okay. This is probably the easiest one yet. Mm. If it's easy, it's sure improving the so I'm going to go on a deep end say she's turning into her driveway. I can tell you, yeah, it is. I'll leave it open if you want to take another stab at it before I ask for final answers. Okay. I'm no. I, I'm going to be tell. I'm going to be honest. I'm stumped. You're stumped, Jan. How about you? Jan. Jan? Uh oh, I think we yeah. lost her. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yep. Wait, there's Ashley. Hold on. There's Janet. Yep, her direct connect came there's out. There's Janet. Hey, well, let him in. Let him okay. in. And oh, I'll Janet. I'll... So I got a question. Welcome back. Oh, Ashley. Turning into a driveway. Ashley's on. Ashley's here too. Hi, Ashley. Hey. Oh, just in time. I'm seeing if these two can solve some riddles. Maybe you'd like to join in. Sure. Let me repeat it. Let me repeat it for Ashley. And Jason, you hear it again. A woman. Okay. With what was no the answer dri- to the last one? Real quick. What was the answer to the last one? So which one? No, this is the same one. We're still on it. This is, no, we're no, still the on. one where the lady. Okay. So yeah, it wasn't turning into a driveway. 
wasn't no. her turning yeah. into her driveway. Right, okay. it's not. I I haven't given the answer for that one yet. I'm going to repeat okay. it again okay. so Ashley can, can take a stab at it. A woman with no driver's license goes the wrong way on a one-way street and turns left at a corner with a no-left-turn sign. A policeman sees her but does nothing. Why? Oh. And we can safely rule out turning into her driveway. That's not the right okay. answer. I have no idea. So, oh, no. Okay. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Sure, I'll give you a hint. Jan and Shirley are way overthinking this. Way <laughs> overthinking this. You ready for the answer? I am. Yeah. She was walking. Oh! A policeman is not going to arrest her when she's not breaking the law. Because the rule doesn't You're tell right. you that she's not driving. The You're rule right. does not tell you that she isn't driving. It just says she has no license. Um, well, that that uh, may be true, but that doesn't mean she's driving. She was walking. Here's another one. Exactly. It, 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 and this one I actually had to look up the wrong answer, the right answer for it. Ashley. Yeah. This is Ashley. Are you going to try to guess the next one? Sure. <laughs> It's just something different and fun and and whatnot. Okay, here's the next one. What is put on a table, cut, but never eaten? The on the table, never, cut, but never eaten. But never okay. eaten. Cutting board. Okay. Hmm. It's on the table, cut. I left out all of my answers because the only things I think of that are put on the table. Hmm. Put on the table. Um, What do you think, Shirley? um, Or Ashley? Put on the table. Put on the table. Um, Cut. 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 But never eaten. Cut. Cut. Okay. I'm going to go with a plate. I have no clue. A plate? Yeah. No, a plate's not cut. That's stupid. (laughs) Oh, this this one's going to make you think the three of you roll your eyes if I had to tell you the answer. Well, I think you have to. I think in the interest of time, I'm going to give you the answer so we can go on to another one. The answer? Okay. A deck of cards. A deck of cards. Oh, 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 of course. Mm. Yep, there are tables uh, cut, but you never you don't need a deck of cards yeah, unless you really want the fiber. Oh, exactly. oh. Even, oh. 
<laughs> that one was bad. Well, bad, Dan's still, bad, bad. Dan's still got the... Okay, I'm even I'm curious to the answer to this one. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I should have seen that coming. Okay, here we go. Put your thinking caps on for this one. A five-year-old boy jumps out of a 68-story building window with no safety equipment or anything. How does he survive with not a scratch on him? Okay, five-year-old... He lands on the ledge on the bottom. Wait, five-year-old... Five-year-old... He jumps out of a 68-story building window with no safety equipment or anything. How does he survive without a scratch? Hmm. No idea. Okay. I'm going to try and nudge you in the right direction because I don't know they surely haven't gotten a single one yet. (laughs) No, Um, I haven't. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a nudge in the right direction. Okay. The fact that the, the fact that the building is 68 stories has no bearing whatsoever on the answer. He jumps out of a window without a scratch. That can only happen one way. He's on the first floor. He's on the first Winter. floor. Winner. Oh. 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 Okay. Yeah, you he's were told that he was on the 68th floor. Can... The only way he can jump and, and survive without a scratch is to be on the first floor. You aren't told what floor he's on, just that the building has 68 mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, Dan scores another one. Oh, Dan scores another one. Man, I just, uh, I'm just, just having an off night tonight. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's a little math puzzle for everybody. Don't worry, the if numbers are not okay. Tim, if you had mm. said said the the fact that the building sixty eight stories high has nothing to do with it, that's when it hit me like a ton of bricks. Hit me like mm-hmm. Thunderbird, Thunderbird Thunderbird two landing on if top. You, of if you know if you if you notice kind of like a rolling trend in some of these, they give you too many details on purpose to confuse you. So they say mm. this, the building has sixty eight stories, but it doesn't tell you he's on the sixty eighth floor. Just that the building has right. 68 stories. Okay, right. here's a little here's a little math puzzle, and the numbers are extremely okay. small, so this should not confuse you. If someone okay. says to you, "I'll bet you one dollar that if you give me two dollars, I will give you three dollars in return," would this be a good bet for you to accept? Okay, I give you one dollar. You no, give me one dollar. Right. I'll give. You- Bet one dollar. Well, I'll bet you one dollar that if you give me two dollars, I will give you three dollars in return. Is this a good bet to accept? Yes or no? Two to one. Two yeah. to one. I'm gonna say no because it's gonna end up three dollars no matter what. That's your final no. answer. Yeah, that's my final answer. Three dollars. There's no point. Okay, sure. Okay. Okay, Shirley says that's the final answer. Jan, how about you? Final answer, no. Ashley, you have a guess? 
Yeah, I would say no, too. You're all right. I wouldn't take that bet either. Here's why. This is a situation where even if you win, you still lose. Assuming that the Mm -hmm. other person is being wise, they would take you $2 and say, I lose, and give you $1 in return. You won the bet, Mm -hmm. but you're still out $1. Don't take that bet. Everybody Mm -hmm. wins. Let's see. Where are you finding these logic puzzles, mister? There's a Facebook page that I recently found. It's got a bunch of them on there. And you know what my favorite thing to do? My mom gets the Reader's Digest. So you know what um, my favorite part to do before my mom gives the Reader's Digest to Hazel? Oh. It pays to increase your word power. That's good. Yeah. Uh, here's another one for you, and you're going to need it for this one. What okay. seven-letter? Uh, you're gonna need, you need the brain power for this one. What seven-letter word becomes longer when the third letter is removed? Okay. What seven-letter word becomes longer when the third is removed? Right. Okay. Hold on. Okay, it's got to do with the word longer itself. Something in there turns it into a seven-letter word. I'm, okay, I got that part. The word, it's got to do with the word longer, not making anything longer as in length. So, I'll tell you, you're on the right track. Yeah. Okay, so the third letter was removed. And you can only put so, cer- only certain letters in there to have a real, have it be a real word. Right. So I know it has to do. It's got to be. It's, it's becoming the word longer, not a length. Exactly. Okay. And, and 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 it's good that it alludes to that because taking something away from something cannot possibly make it longer or bigger. Literally. Right. So, so this is wordplay. Very good picking up on that. Mhm. Yeah, because that that part I figured out. It's like, okay, it's got nothing with length. It has to do with the word longer. Mhm. Take out the third letter. So, so the best way to solve this riddle is to walk it backwards. Then, if you okay. if you if you figure out that it has to result okay. longer, okay, kick out the because you, you and put in work. a G. You take out the U and put in a G. Lounger. 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 Winner. Winner. L-O-U-N-G-E-R. Take out the U, the third letter, and you get longer. Yeah. We have a it had nothing, okay, yeah, I, I figured out it had nothing to do with the length. It had to do with the word longer. And very good gotcha. picking up on that because nothing can get bigger by taking something away. So very good at picking about picking up that one. Well, it's about time Shirley got one right. Yeah. Okay. In the, in the interest of time, we'll do one more, then uh, Shirley can then lead us out. So the final All riddle right. for tonight. And uh, I haven't even solved this one. I pulled up the right answer. Oh, this is a perfect one to go out on. Okay, here we go. Okay. 
a donkey behind another donkey. I'm behind that second donkey, but there is a whole nation behind me. It is a murder you can describe in a word. Okay. I'll say that one more time. A donkey? A donkey behind another donkey. I'm behind that second donkey, but there is a whole nation behind me. It is a murder you can describe in a word. Donkey and the second donkey made in a whole nation behind. And you said it was a murder? Yep. A murder that you can describe in one one word. Hmm. Um. I can't even. I told you, logic games are not my forte, Tim. This one's actually not a hard one to figure out. Actually, if you ask me, if you ask, if you ask me personally, the little told you too much, way too much. And I, I have no idea. Looking for us, surely. Uh, there's so many nations. I can think. Let's see. You're I, I give up. Surely. I have no idea. All right, rather than, rather than tell you the answer outright, let's walk through this one together, shall we? Okay. Let's start by the, let's start by the information the riddle presents to us. A donkey behind another donkey. I'm behind that second donkey, but there is a whole nation behind me. Let's start with that second line. I'm behind that second donkey. I. So we'll say we'll put the letter I. There is a whole nation. There is a whole nation behind me. I n a t i o n. It is a murder you can describe in one word. Okay. Well, that's still I nation is nothing. What if the word donkey isn't the word we're looking for? What's another word for donkey? Assassination. Knife and fork. Oh my! Yeah. 
That's one example. And, boy, and I live just down the road from Gainesville, Georgia. And I live just down the road from Gainesville, Georgia, and don't remember, didn't even know that. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's see. And, of course, Thursday is the free-for-all, and Friday is our summer of naughty madness, <laughs> as per usual. So, anyway, let's see. we are running actually a little over, but that's okay. Because I get a little extra time. So... <laughs> Please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and follow us on our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app, available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search of the podcast for Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night. Sleep well. Stay safe. And we'll see you tomorrow for New Car Smoke Tuesday. And remember the word assassination. It's a murder that can be described in one word. Yeah, it's like there's two donkeys involved. Behind another donkey, and I'm behind that second donkey. Or the whole nation behind. Yeah. All right, that is all for tonight. Everybody have a great night, and remember. You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! He has one. Alan Groot. Mm hmm. Alan Groot. Uh huh. Oh, shit! Woo! And last but not least, I'm going to do this one. This is a red alert, not a stroll around the deck. Move! Shut up! Don't! Woo! <laughs> All right, we are running a little over, so let's go ahead and end in here. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Shut up, everybody.